Man convicted of child sexual assault dies after drinking mystery liquid while guilty verdict is read. He was drinking while the judge was reading a verdict guilty verdict well, yeah you get like a you know they give you water or whatever like they Somebody poison like, his water on the table uh, so a texas man was convicted on five counts of sexually assaulting a, a child um and he died after chugging a bottle of mystery liquid in the courtroom as a jury convicted him uh this is from people magazine oh committed suicide i guess Ed- edward leclerc 57 was on trial in denton texas facing charges of five counts of sexual assault on a person between the age of 14 and 17. He pled not guilty, but was ultimately found guilty on all charges and was facing up to 100 years in prison. Leclerc's lawyer, Mike Howard, told NBC News his client began chugging a plastic water bottle filled with a cloudy liquid while the jury was reading the first count. I looked over and noticed him drinking, Howard said. His hand was shaking at that at that time. I thought it was shaking because of the verdict. Then he kept drinking and drinking. He added that Leclerc appeared dejected and shell-shocked. All the things you'd expect during the guilty reading. Our investigator noticed him chug the water. Prosecutor Jamie Beck later told CNN. He told the bailiff he might want to go check on him. The bailiff did. He was unconscious in his holding cell. Howard added that after Leclerc's time in the holding cell, he started vomiting, and that's when the emergency services were called. Leclerc was pronounced dead at the medical Denton Hospital at 3.21 p.m. on Thursday. According to records from the Tarrant County, uh, Tarrant or Tarrant, County Medical Examiner's Office, while in remains clear unclear what was in the bottle, an autopsy was determined to be the death. So I would imagine he probably put some kind of arsenic or something in there to kill himself. Well, that's traceable. I mean, there's a bunch so of shit I, you could put in it. There's, I think arsenic's only traceable for so long, though. Like after you no, die, so. no. There's something that you can get in your system that's only like. It was the same dude that the same thing that the, the Iceman killer was using the sprayable stuff he was spraying on people because it doesn't show up in your bloodstream after so many days or something like that. I was gonna say it can't be arsenic or whatever because uh, when they exhume people from like ten years ago, that you can find arsenic in your system. Yeah, it's like you find it in the liver or some shit. It's there's, calcified. What is it? There's something that the guy you know who I'm talking about, the Iceman. Uh, uh, Richard Kuklinski. So he made like a spray that he was spraying on people and killing them with that. And he killed a couple people with it. Act like he would sneeze and spray them with it. And I can't remember what was in it, but it caused the dude. To, it would cause you to have a heart attack or whatever. And then it would get in your skin, but it won't stay in your system. And after a few days, it's, it would like so gone. The, so you don't know how they died. You just think they had a heart attack. This whole thing brings up a a. a so and that's what, how he got busted by the way richard kuklinski was trying to buy more shit to be able to make this stuff to be able to kill people yeah, from an undercover cop which that dude's fucking crazy anyway he's so. dead now but. well yeah but he was fucking crazy yeah i mean we, he's a, probably like the most efficient serial killer but he was he really is i mean he was a serial killer but it was more like a mob a for hire yeah but he was it, a hitman according to the movie that made the interesting with, kind of psychopaths according to the movie they made with michael shannon though he was a killer before all that, but no one really knows if it was oh, because of my or Play to your strength, I guess. I guess good, good at something, don't do it for free. Fuck that guy up in that car, I know that. Anyway, while you're reading that shit, I just kind of looked up uh, courtroom suicides. Oh, dude. <laughs> and there's a shitload of stuff, dude. Motherfuckers ain't going to jail. Man took suicide, mm-hmm. cyanide after verdict in Phoenix. North Dakota man dies by suicide in courtroom after guilty verdict. Well, during the Nazi trials, wasn't there a guy that fucking hung himself? Like, right? Yeah, Nuremberg. Yeah. I mean, 
Some people don't want to go to prison. Well, I mean, it's the most <laughs> prison ain't for everybody. No, kind of like college. And some people been there and don't want to go back. You know. And unfortunately, you know what happens to Some most people, people that touch kids in prison. That's another thing too. What they do to rapers in prison, you know. Ain't there special prisons for them though? Sometimes, but you're not. Yeah, they try. Mean, they try to separate them, but that doesn't mean somebody's not going to get right, to you. I mean, you're necessarily going to get sent to one of them cushy prisons either. You might get the book thrown. Punk at you. City, right? And I would imagine in Texas they might not have special prisons for people P- like that. PC. That's like Illinois shit. You're in the other ward. <laughs> I don't know. I think that dude was scared he was going to get fucked up, so he killed himself. And he was probably going to jail for the rest of his life. And it's definitely he was like. 57 years old. He wasn't getting out of jail, you know? <laughs> so. Ooh. It's weird that the, like, the child fucking part of that is, like, not the weirdest part of the story. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'm interested to find out what was in the bottle when it finally comes out. You Here, know? Here's the bad part. Why wouldn't the bailiff or somebody already notice that there was something in the bottle of water? Because isn't that her job to like kind of notice what the shit's going on around? And how he if he was getting so if he was getting a, a and, and also if he was already if it was a trial he was already in custody right so they how the hell did over he, across the street and shit how did he even get access yeah how did he get what he he didn't put, put it in his tongue it. he didn't boof it you sure somebody didn't like poison him I mean, that could be possible, too, but it sounds to me like he was drinking the fuck out of that bottle. Like, he knew that as soon as he got taken away from that bottle, he wouldn't have access to it again. I so, mean, there could have been, been somebody... Here it is! Gotcha, bitch! Well, have you seen Cheech and Chong? He drinks <laughs> that fucking shit, and he spits it out. He's like, let's fuck him, man! <laughs> so, you know, maybe it, was, maybe it was somebody like, yo, this motherfucker raped my child. I'm poisoning him to death. Speaking of that, have you, have you seen those... Or maybe you don't know whose kid it's it not, was he did that shit, you were too. talking about vodka or whatever. you seen the videos where it's like your college self meets yourself now or whatever. And it's like, oh, you're still hiding vodka in bottles? And he takes a drink of it. And it's like, what is this? It's water? <laughs> oh, we became boring, haven't we? Have <laughs> uh, you, you know, seen that video uh, of that motherfucker knows? in the airport that come through? and uh, Or, no, they were... Uh, he just got convicted of uh, raping the dude's kid or whatever. And they were walking him through jail, and he was pretending to be on the fucking payphone, then just turned around. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that. That was not, I actually seen that first time I seen that, that. There was an American Justice episode about that. I shit. don't think he got in much trouble for that. Uh, I'm not sure if, how much trouble. I just remember that Did, like he's on the phone, and all of a sudden, nowhere, it's like he shoots, and then American Justice. Did you ever watch American Justice when it was on? <laughs> you ever see American Justice on A and E was on? So they would always give you a rundown about what the episode was going to be about. And then right as soon as the video shows this old boy put the phone up and pull the gun out, it would do that. Pop, pop with the fucking. Bum, bum. And then it would fucking, this is American justice. <laughs> and then go into it or whatever. But yeah, dude, I, I strictly remember that one. I, and what's cool is I can remember they had a Wolf of Wall Street episode, speaking of American justice, about Jordan Belfort and shit, <laughs> which is weird. Because I seen, you know, have you seen the movie Wolf Wall Street? Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? So the infomercial he's shooting where they run up on him and arrest him in the middle of it, that really fucking happened. And they show that infomercial on the A&E documentary <laughs> where he's shooting this documentary and these FBI guys are running up on him. He's screaming at him. Hey, what do you guys think you're doing? I'm trying to shoot shoot this thing for my work or whatever. <laughs> it's some crazy we're, shit, dude. Weren't you the one, though, that was talking about, speaking of that, weren't you the one that was talking about MJF or whatever? And it's like, hey, fucking leave it. Ain't fucking leaving. No, Vince McMahon. Oh yeah, he's a businessman like that, you know. 
Uh, I mean, if you go across the pond to California, there's a lady. Her name's, uh, I guess, Yee Across you? the pond to California. Yeah, from Texas to California. There ain't no pond. There ain't there. no fucking pond. There might be a couple of lakes and rivers. <laughs> yeah. Ponds. From That's what they call going to fucking England, Texas Clint. To I knew you were scared of geography. If, if, you go, if you go across Texas, you're going across New Mexico. You tell me there ain't no ponds and in Arizona. Arizona. It's you're a going desert, across the desert, dude. There's rivers and lakes and shit in between there. Yeah, there's all sorts of water in the desert. I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> That's, Lake Mead this, is drying up. This lady and Lake Mead is in Nevada <laughs> in Arizona. It's you know it's between California and it's this, behind this. the fucking Hoover Dam. <laughs> well, so it's kind uh, of below the Hoover Dam. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Yee Yu. It's on both sides. I think it's Yee Yu or Yu Yu. She's forty five year old lady and she's uh, been secretly poisoning her husband while putting like she'd been putting something in his drink. And fucking, he'd been going to work every day or whatever, and it was been in his lunchbox or whatever, drinking it. And um, he kept getting sick and shit. Caught her on video, right? Couldn't figure out why. Yeah, so he fucking put a, ca- a camera up, and she didn't know about it, and fucking caught her fucking putting uh, arsenic in his shit uh, before he was going. Has she never watched an episode of Forensic Files? Yeah, know, they get caught all the fucking time. Uh, Women's, like, number one thing is poison, and but they're the ones that get caught. Here's the thing is because they can't. You're not supposed to kill people you know. She she was released on. 30- You're not supposed to kill people, you know. <laughs> they Brent, always look at you first. Brent's tips for serial killers: don't I mean, kill nobody you know. Hey, you, you know how quiet I can sneak up on people. I'm pretty sure in a former life I was either a ninja or a serial killer. <laughs> I'm like six three and I can sneak up behind anybody. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, "What the fuck? Where'd you come from? I don't know. I walked up here." <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue with arsenic poisoning. So she got released on $30,000 bond. Um, she hasn't technically been charged for... They've got video of it, but she hasn't been charged for it yet. And the husband's... You she know, got arrested, though, right? Yeah, and then bonded out for thirty grand. And she hasn't been formally charged yet, so she's... Well, yeah, you're innocent until proven guilty. Uh, I don't um, know where she came up with a quick thirty grand to completely bond out. But. Which, which, if you notice, like, America's the only country where you're innocent until proven guilty. And, like, every other country, you're guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> the husband has repo- has reportedly filed a restraining order. I don't think it really <laughs> works. I mean, it's that supposed to be that way, but I don't think it really works that way. Well, I'm not saying it does, but, like... Guilty every- until proven you have enough money to do- get out. The husband has internal injuries. <laughs> oh. And he's fi- <laughs> he has internal injuries, but he'll recover, and he's filed for a restraining order against his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She should just run. It's just like uh, <laughs> I imagine she probably already has if they let her out on thirty grand bond. If she's got that much to be able to bond out, I imagine she probably took the fuck off. I mean, dude, there's a whole forensic files episode where uh, apparently if you mix antifreeze with Gatorade, like the sugar from the Gatorade, you can't tell that it's in the fucking. It, it, the lady poisoned her husband with it with antifreeze. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how people fuck up dogs. I know. I had a dog that died from it. I did too. Goldberg was his name, actually. Oh wow, mine was Alex. <laughs> uh, him and about fifteen other dogs in New Berlin died because there was asshole kids that decided to poison dogs with antifreeze and Oreo cookies. They put That's it in up. fucking uh, cold or uh, wet fucking dog food. My neighbor across the street did because he kept getting out. I don't remember anybody ever doing shit like that around here, but my neighbor's dog kind of died. There's a there's a story also about uh, I think it was Athens or yeah Athens. Fucking a dog kept going across somebody's property, so the asshole shot it with a crossbow. Uh, that happened to a cat here in Havana. Shit. Someone shot with a crossbow and killed it. It was a pretty controversial thing there here for a while. Um, I mean, obviously, it was years ago, so it's not kind of a forgotten about thing now. But it was, like, right in the center of town, and you're not really allowed to do shit like that. But um, there, you, you get more time for doing something to an animal than you would a person. 
I don't ever remember hearing wild ass stories about people doing shit like that to animals around here ever though. There was only a couple times where I remembered like, and I don't ever know if it was true, but this there was, was like I mean, a kid, yeah, in Havana though I'm saying, which I'm sure it probably did. It just was like when we were younger, there wasn't social media and things like there is now. So you heard less about things like that. You know, I don't remember hearing the story about the one kid, which I'm sure it was that kid in everybody's town that tied the two cat's tails together and threw them over a clothesline and watched them <laughs> kill each other. I that's I remember hearing a story about that about a kid one time, but you know I I don't ever know if that shit was true or not, and I never heard the kid that's, I never heard the kid cl- claim to say that he did it like actually 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 did it or whatever. So you know, it was always just a piece that's of the, that's the start of serial killers. That's the, that's the lore shit around certain <laughs> folks. You know what I mean? Did it happen? Didn't nobody actually asked them? I can't speak on that. Smoking in the boys' room and shit. <laughs> you wasn't smoking on school grounds, was you? No. While you're shaking your head, yes. <laughs> I, I didn't smoke, so no, it wasn't, sir. Good times. Did I ever smoke a cigarette in high school in the building? Don't tell me you didn't smoke a cigarette in high school. Don't even say oh, that. Oh yeah, maybe the, in the building. The I'm sure line, you did. The duck blind. Oh yeah, for sure did. Yeah, I know you did. Everybody, <laughs> everybody. that was like the especially if it was raining outside. <laughs> you had wood shop class. That's where you would smoke cigarette. That what was, the hell's the duck blind? I can't tell you. Yeah, it's oh, a secret. Right. Me and Clint ran clubs there. <laughs> we put on a whole dance with no supervision whatsoever and yeah. kept you guys that had, motherfucker. You guys had your own fucking Hellfire group, did you? I mean, uh, FFA. We just took over the FFA. <laughs> you can call it Hellfire <laughs> if you want. I call it the FFA, pal. Oh, all right. I was cutting Ric Flair-ass promos on the whole school and shit. <laughs> it was weird. Everybody got the flu that could give us supervision and yeah. they didn't, but they still let us have it. After the basketball game, we had probably, what, maybe 50 people up in that bitch? Yeah. It, it was, was like me, Clint, and Chunky and well supervised. a bunch of motherfuckers. We hired Bennett to be the DJ. DJ. <laughs> Dude, it was no chaos. Nobody got in fights. It was a chill time. We It was in the wood shop class. Yeah, we took out all of the fucking equipment <laughs> in the wood shop. they wouldn't let us have it in the gym. And put it in the for some reason. Remember? fucking machine shop for some and then just put a bunch of bales of hay and just charge people a couple bucks to get in had a dj had a <laughs> that, i remember they wouldn't let us they wouldn't let us have it in the gym for some reason though they're not a, why we not a single it. person over the age of 18 was there yeah they're supposed to be <laughs> yeah but there wasn't yeah you're supposed to have a chaperone well they got the flu that day Two of them. actually oh. all of us me and clint had the flu yeah up on the duck blind like wouldn't it be cool to run a club when we grew up like, <laughs> we should sicker <laughs> than a dog shit sneezing on each other like yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> i can do it me too i was actually real miserable but it was a success yeah it was it was a really cool thing that we did um but i remember <laughs> we tried to have it in the gym but they wouldn't let us for some reason i don't remember why here's was, the bad part you were the hay bale now made. that now that you started <laughs> telling me the story and you're like oh we had hay bales and we were up on the loft and we had you were running like a fucking dance club <laughs> and i'm thinking a club like you're in high school so you know it's like <laughs> key club oh no 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 oh yeah definitely not like and then no. you said ffa so i'm like we're, okay we're, so. we're, we know we are a step away from having strippers dog oh all right <laughs> yeah those are supposed to be 18 too <laughs> I think had any of us known... If you take your clothes off and you're under 18, that's child pornography. And all the times... No, I don't think they would have been drink. under 18, but I think had any of us at that age known any women that were able to do things like that, we would have called them that night and they would have been there. <laughs> and also, none of us had access It's kind of weird like that. that we didn't drink that night. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably because... And you were at the school. Well, we were sick, me and you, so that might We've be why. We've been at the school and drank a bunch of times. Though, I don't, I'm not me. that time. <laughs> <laughs> i was never on the school grounds after school if i didn't have to be at the school (laughs) 
We do. We spent a lot more time at school than we should have. There's a bottle passed around here too. Yeah. <laughs> we used to come in at five o'clock in the morning and play uh, Mario Kart 64 in the ag shop. Yeah, we had a little in between. <laughs> we had a little in between office and between the ag shop and the actual shop shop. There's a like a like a little office. It was weird. There's like a wood shop and it's my tiny little office, and then the machine shop, and then. He had like his own office and then the school, like the and then actual the classroom. classroom. And we took this little tiny little center office and made it the FFA office <laughs> and fucking repainted it and shit for no reason. Put a computer in there and hooked the internet up to it and put a TV in there and fucking we'd go open that bitch. We'd be in Hardy's breakfast playing my fucking 64. So it sounds like the broadcasting room at Porta, but. We actually had a reason for all that shit to already be in there. Because <laughs> no, we just did it. We made <laughs> we just kinda took it. We were over. we were already making the school newscast. And we didn't variety really have, show. We don't got none of that hoity toity yeah, Petersburg yeah. shit. This beer can alley. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't have no audio visual club. We barely had TVs to roll in to put half the VCR the tapes that, in to watch the fucking uh, uh, half with, the kids that went to school with <laughs> had fucking shoes with fucking their toes hanging out the end of them. So I was definitely wearing duct tape boots. At the oh time. yeah. <laughs> Dick have to change his socks three times a day because they get wet when it rains out. <laughs> All right. We uh oh. we had the F drive. We used to walk a lot of fucking miles, which is like dude. the school version of the. Uh, the intranet so it's like all connected throughout the building and you can log on to it wherever you were really but we had emulators this bullshit man we had emulators and movies and all kinds of shit hidden there so of course you're gonna get in trouble when the teacher's like what are you doing playing super mario leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) we had fucking zero access to all kinds of shit like that and had we i probably would have been a lot farther on life than i am right now you (laughs) give me a fucking media class in high school i'd have fucked off in there all fucking four years dude (laughs) i did i had a pass uh for my teacher out of any class i wanted for four straight years that i had fucking you went and played 21 i had fucking art one (laughs) i took that class once fucking plant animal science (laughs) i did not take that going places I took art one though. I had Future Farmers of America. You had to take art one to get into any other art class. I, don't think there was I had to take art one. Was there to a graduate. single farmer in that FFA iteration of FFA? Yeah, us. like chunky, the closest thing. Actually, I took Spanish. For us. I had farmland at one time. <laughs> actually, you know, to, you know how to you know how to grad how to graduate. They're like, oh, you got to have was it two years of foreign language or. Yeah, because huh? when you're art. in the FFA, you automatically own farmland, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you had farmland too, pal. It's right there on the edge of town, right? As you're going it. outside of town. I see it. That's that was all our that was all our shit. I it don't just, think we did anything with it though. It, the ground wasn't good then, though. I think they've <laughs> they've redone it. You're talking like, like right behind Perkins seeds on the curve. FFA, yeah. 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 That yeah. was our that's always been our field area or whatever. And we had a huge tractor and shit. I've never stepped The foot tractor on it. was broke down for like three out of the four years we were in high school was part of it. Chunky used to go out and fucking he dude, Mr. Foster would be in there and Mr. Meyer too, be in there teaching class, and Chunky would go out and get in the fucking tractor and just fucking start it up, dude. <laughs> Loud as fuck roaring that motherfucker with all the doors closed, oh, black smoke. In that motherfucking ag shop, dude. He fucking Mr. Foster come out and be like, Jerry, Jerry, you can't do that. And he'd be like, I what? I can't I can't hear you. And he'd just be <laughs> revving on that motherfucker, man. Wait, <clears throat> Chunky has a real name? <laughs> yeah, he does. Harold. <laughs> <laughs> it's been revealed, unfortunately. But but no uh No, how you have to have the two years of either foreign language or art, art to graduate or whatever. I think I uh, put myself in Spanish one for about a week, and my teacher 
or my teacher, yeah, who's also my cousin Jody. I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. Can I transfer to art? <laughs> I, uh, I'm like, we, why? Spanish is fucking stupid. I got to senior year, and they was like, "Did you take a foreign language?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Well, you have to." And I was like, "Yeah." It's I was like, "No." It's actually for. It's for <laughs> and she was like, "Well, she's it's like, for, it's foreign like, language or art." She's like, "Well, you don't." She's like, "Well, you don't have to." She's like, "You can take art if you want to," but it look. And I was like, "No, you give me art." I ain't. I was like, "Not. Nah, I'm not gonna take." I just, it so, wasn't so my my two years of art, I took art one because I guess you did everything else. But then I took, I think I took calligraphy, I took graphic design, and then I took photography. I wasn't gonna waste my time just doing one year of learning a fucking other language and then never learn anymore. That's a waste of time to me. So I was like, well, I've done art before. Parlez-vous français? Even though I'm fucking colorblind as shit. Comment pas tattoo? Je m'appelle Rich. Stop speaking French, asshole. <laughs> I took four years of French. Je <laughs> But uh, so anyway, yeah. Did they also teach you not to shower or wear deodorant? <laughs> but when I took Art One, I it mean, wasn't. It was controversial being French then. We, I mean, they took away French fries. My t- it's freedom fr- goddamn freedom fries. It's freedom fries. Freedom um, toast. <laughs> Thing is, you're male, so you have a reason not to shave your armpits or your legs. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, <laughs> which I have twice. <laughs> 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 All right, well, you laugh while I pee, and then I want to hear the rest of this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember taking art one because, uh, like I said, it was the only one I took, and then fucking, like, you were in there for, like, a week. Oh, senior year? Maybe a week. And Kyle yeah, I've never been in any of the wood shop or egg shop classes before, then I got kicked out of art. You motherfuckers all got kicked out for drawing controversial things. Did I? Well, Kyrie got kicked out because remember he was like, "Look, I drew a red rocket," and she was like, "Out now!" And he was like, "For what?" And she was like, "You know why?" And he's like, "Why?" And he showed her the picture, and it was an actual like a red spaceship. <laughs> she's like, "You know what you're doing? Get out of my class!" And she walked out, and then Newt said something to him. And she's like, "You can follow him." And he's like, "Well, fine." And he walked out with him. I'm pretty sure I got kicked out for talking. And then, like, yeah, a day later, you got kicked out for talking, and I think. You went. You were sitting out there and just said "fuck it" and left to go to lunch early. No, no, no. I sat out in the hallway and Phil Foster walked by and was like, "Hey, why don't you just sign up for all my?" If he wouldn't have walked by and I switched out of there and took all his classes the next semester, I wouldn't have graduated. All as I know is when it ended, <laughs> it was me and Trent, and the whole rest of the class was all females because every other, every all the rest of the guys in the class got kicked out. And That's it was funny. like, well, fuck. This isn't how this shit started. But I had a good time in Art 1, to be honest with you, for being a colorblind motherfucker. I did all right. <laughs> I, f- I completely failed the color wheel thing you got to do at the beginning, though. Did you have a teacher that would grade you based off of how she thought your art should look? Uh, I guess. I, I don't even remember <laughs> her name, but I really didn't like her. But I was only in there for two I weeks. I don't remember what her name was. She was always super nice to me, though. But, yeah. Uh, I don't our, think our, so. Our art teacher would give you the project, and then if you didn't do it to her standards or her idea... She would give you a horrible grade. I mean, I think as long as you were on the... It's ba- like it's fucking art. <laughs> it's my idea, not I think, yours. I think as long as you were on the basis of kind of what she wanted, she was she was cool with it. Because I got an A in that class, and my art was never overly fucking like, dude, this motherfucker's winning awards. So I made some cool shit. We did the the, the, mache, the paper mache masks and all that. And mine, I put the fucking... Uh, Mosh and Thrasher fucking makeup on and shit. <laughs> it was in the art show and shit and all that. And um, I made the, we did the thing where you make the uh, the pottery and all that. Um, yeah. I, wasn't my sister in that class too? I don't think she was in, she was in it, but I don't know if she was in our class. Hmm. She made like a coffin. She was making weird shit yeah. back then. Like, 
<laughs> but uh, I don't remember her being in my class specifically, but I remember her being in like art one and being really good at it though. But not me really. Well, since we're talking about school, <laughs> what was your favorite class that you actually took during high school? Any class. I would probably say World Religions the year that fucking Passion of the Christ came out. That was pretty fun for me. Why, because you guys went and seen the movie theater or whatever? Yeah, and then I got to argue with everybody. I, I didn't go on that trip, <laughs> but I was in the class. I didn't go on the trip with everyone to watch. I didn't care to see it, but I still haven't seen I've never seen that movie. you never seen it? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I'm, like, between church and school, i seen it three times opening week. <laughs> never interested me. Well, this could tell you just how fucked up your guys' school is. What is it about that there's movie? Supposed that be a separation. So there's supposed Mel to be a separation between ass, lethal weapon. Is it actual Mel Gibson that's in the part doing it? No, no, no. It's he's, just a, he's just the director. He's the director, right? but like, it's like they're whipping his ass. They, they're whipping his ass the whole time. The story how he died, right? It's about the crucifixion. Times fucking and the re- does it have the resurrection like in it too. Or beating him the with a cat of nine tails and it fucking you, sticks in his ribs yeah, and rips his fucking rib out. Yeah, and shit. So it talks Are about you that just trying to lead me into talking about the Vatican and Catholicism <laughs> and all that? The Vatican assassins, bro, they're coming for us. He's been he's been fucking conspiracy theorizing it up for like a dude, week about the Vatican. I dropped that shit one time and he fucking completely was like, "Dude, just don't." Fucking, <laughs> I've been talking about the Vatican assassins for a long time, bro. They'll get you. You're not even a speck on their radar. But they'll fucking get you, though. If they, if they wanted to get them. Right. I'm saying if they wanted your ass, they would get you. But you're not even a speck on their radar. I'm glad. <laughs> the fuck? You think I want to fucking show up one night and a fucking and van rolls up and a bunch of fucking popes with fucking karate Some moves hop out? Guy walk, walk, no, I hope out a, in a robe. No, I uh, hope if a fuckload fuck of popes and they got like knives in their crosses and like get the van, bro. And I hope if a van fucking pulls up fuck. or whatever, it's fucking old school and it's like Will Ferrell stealing fucking Cheetos. And if you say anything, we're gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, Actually, no, that. we're like we'll have him back by supper. It's gonna be a bunch of old dudes draped in all white robes with big goofy Dude, hats. Dude, it's gonna be that albino motherfucker like angels and demons. And they're going to pull their crosses apart and there's going to be that's, knives that's inside That's Opus of them. Day, man. That's a whole fucking other religious... And they're going to say, get in the fucking car, bro. And you're going to have to go, okay, we could, man. We could have a whole episode about Opus Day. Those guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> and they're going to go and they'll teach you to like beat yourself with a belt and shit. Yeah, that's Opus Day. I'll solve all the puzzles, dude. Come get you. No, you will not. <laughs> Tom Hanks style. Once they Why take- did you guys have a religion class in high school? It's called World Religions. Yeah. It wasn't Christianity. It wasn't all Christianity. We learned about Muslims and Buddhists and yeah. Hinduism. And Ever, just I'm, pretty sure I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to learn that about religion when you're in school until you get to college. That's why it was a mini course. It was a mini course class. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was that whole semester. It was just a mini course class, dog. It was a whole semester, dog. It was like, you sure? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, that falls under the whole like separation of church and state. I took it and got an A, but I don't remember it being that long. I just remember nobody ever wanted to read because Mrs. Carrick never wanted to read. She always yeah, pick people in the pick, class to read. Like paragraphs, and people would bitch when they had to read. I always, I never mind to read because I would always want to fall asleep because I, my fuckers are boring. It's a boring ass class. Oh, I loved it. I don't like learning about religion. It's just I went, to me, it's boring. I Especially learned about all that shit, and then went and argued with my preacher, and then I went and seen Passion of the Christ with them both, <laughs> and just argued with both of them all the time. They're opposite points. And and it's always just this begat that, and who begat his, and fucking <laughs> they begat that, and nah, dude, fucking. Hindi guns fucking going to Nirvana and shit. Karma. Uh, to be honest with you, the Muslim uh, religion was kind of interesting to learn about. You know, after 9-11. What, that they're not all extreme? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. You know, after 9-11 and your whole entire high school existence, all you've heard is nothing but radical shit about Muslims. And then you finally get to learn about their religion. 
on like a small scale obviously we only spent like maybe a week on each religion i would say or maybe yeah. two weeks week and a half maybe on each religion um and then moving on so it was kind of interesting to see it from another perspective of like oh so that's not what they fucking are about but there are Sarah my family certain uh, sects that are you know what i mean sect as an s-e-c-t different religions my family when my aunt great aunt did the genealogy and all that ancestry we had a catholic married a protestant um oh, like are we blowing each other up now what's going on <laughs> maybe that's why you got special powers that could you be. did that 23 that was the other shit. that was the other side of the family. combined energies you've done that 23 and me shit Captain i haven't but my planet my great aunt did i know clint's being tempted by it what the 23 and me i got a thing in there on top of my genealogy thing that's how you go to prison you just gave him I your fucking him DNA, buddy. Right, and then one night about midnight, I, knock, I hear a knock at the door, and I open it, and it's me staring at me. Did you ever have, like, a program in school, like officers, like a uh, like a bicycle rodeo or anything that, like, cops are there p- taking fingerprints and shit? No. We never did that. Anymore. I got my fucking fingerprints taken, like, eight times as a kid. We never did none of that shit, dog. They did it I mean, for dare. They did yeah, it for we fucking... Had a, we had a campus officer, but no, we didn't have fucking... Like, anytime they had, like, an event... Like, and they'd have the cops there. They'd be like, oh, free fingerprinting. Blah, blah. See what the process is like. And yeah. I was like, ooh. They just, they just wanted to fucking have your on file already. I'm, there's like <laughs> a whole generation of people up north, about an hour north of here. We, we all didn't do, do all it. that Clint shit. Clint looks down at me here, like I'm crazy. Yeah, we didn't do all that shit down here. Like, I've known my whole life my shit's not like, you got yeah. me. The dare guy oh. came with the briefcase full of all the drugs and opened it up. Oh, yeah. and I was like, this uh, is that uh, and this is that. I was going to say, during like our lunches and shit, it was like, hey, the army recruiter's over there. <laughs> be like cool we, i'm we avoiding did, him um, ev- in junior high once and in high school once we did career day in high school remember we went in and watched all the cops videos with the cops actually there was quite a few times yeah. during but i lunch. never they never took my fingerprints that day and then we did in junior high once we did career day and the cops came and we did a similar thing but they never took our fingerprints that day and either they just we all got certificates we used to have the shit at walmart called like bike rodeos and like we'd like be like Yo. fucking super pumped about it. like oh dude BM- they'd have ramps set up and you shit how there's and no walmarts and around here and then fucking the cops would be there they fingerprint you <laughs> I, dog i think they was trying to, i think i think they was probably trying to get people on warrants and shit and was like yo we get them here get them fingerprinted and find out that's who their dad is and we can fucking arrest their mom or dad right here you know what i mean no it was kmart it was a kmart it was the kmart parking well, lot in washington kmart's out of business come on out for the blue light special they were definitely <laughs> trying to catch you motherfuckers get fingerprinted at, kmart, at the dude. same time <laughs> yeah, that's why uh, we take field trips to caterpillar too and my fucking police would have a booth set up and fucking be fingerprinting motherfuckers speaking of field trips this is one of the worst ones if you ever went to fucking port of high school well, not Port of High School. It's Port of School in general. <laughs> you went to fucking New Salem, New Salem. the one year. Yeah. Where, I love New you Salem. only went once? Well, yeah, the same year that they take all the fucking schools in the area. Yeah, it's easier to get out with everybody there. That's like the only time I've ever been You grow up in Petersburg. You know about New Salem. Why the fuck are we going on a field trip to New Salem? Illinois history, dog. And don't talk shit to. about Lincoln. It'll come back to you. Ask Dick. I'm not talking shit about it. I'm just saying. Lincoln will come back to get you. Don't you, you remember? I, I I don't remember what happened, but I he remember you warning me and I just got scared. Lincoln and fucking, we had that Lincoln head in your vehicle, remember? And you was talking shit up there. I was like, don't run your mouth about Lincoln, dog. Bad shit happens. And fucking a little bit later that night, we were sitting there and you were talking shit about Lincoln. And you fucking hit that head and it fell down and it hit all that shit and it flew all oh, off the table. Yeah. And we were both like, fuck. Yeah, but that shit haunted me for like a week, though. Like, yeah, it's because you were talking the shit. Only thing Dude, this is 
Lincoln talking, State, I'm not, dog. I'm not talking shit about Lincoln. I'm just yeah, saying. No, you just were. I lived in. Why the fuck I, lived I gotta in, go to his house? I live right next door to it. Cause he's history, dog. I think I'm, you live I've been in talking pe- about the same thing. Abraham in, Lincoln was in Halloween. In How do you feel about that? <laughs> was he? His pictures in the background of one of the motherfucking. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Do you think if cl- he would have known? That, do you think if he would have known he was going to make it in Halloween, he would have been like down for fucking the cause still? Would you know? Would you, how do you think he would feel if everybody knew that he's the one that invented the choke slam? He was. He is in the wrestling hall of fame. He wrestled a bear and shit. Dude, we need to go there. To it's fucking four Abraham. hours that way. Oh, I say New Salem's like thirty minutes, dog. We can go right now. I mean, I've been. Uh, no, if you go after dark, you get chased by security. No, you, you can go after dark much? at like October one time a year because I've been there. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the candle festival. Yeah, so and, they, and, and they give you apple cider. That I went there the year that, um, that they been that, that. So that they that they buy at County Market I that went, comes out of the jug. So, they don't make it. So <laughs> the year that uh, the the Keanu Reeves version of Bram Stoker's Dracula came out. Well, yeah, Gary <laughs> Gary Oldman was Dracula. Right, right, right. So that that year that movie came out was like ninety two, ninety three, right, something like that. Like maybe ni- ninety one, right in there. You know, New Salem's creepy as shit after dark, right? R- r- listen, not, fucking, not during the candlelight, but when it's actual dark. So you know when he's when Gary Oldman's like not fucking like got the sticky bun hair, like looking like a demon, but like when he's super young and he's like trying to fucking woo old girl in the town and shit, and he's like got the hat and the fucking suit and the mustache and whatnot. Like we went to New Salem for that shit, and there was a cat that was walking around down there late at night all by himself, creepy like that with a, like a fucking cape on and shit. And the fucking that's because Abraham Lincoln was a vampire hunter. We've seen the movie. <laughs> Yo, when we, went, when we went to the museum, and I've told this story before, we went to the museum and uh, they was starting to do shit around the museum. And Dude, uh, Seth, Seth Graham took a lot of time to write that fucking book because it's historically accurate <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Well, for the most part. Well, I got two problems with that movie, but um, well, the movie and the book are totally different. But. So anyway, uh, we was getting ready to go on the little tour thing, kind of or whatever, and I asked the lady. I said, "When we get to the part where we see we just hunt vampires," <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me with a real serious face and was like, "He did not do that, sir." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? I seen the movie." <laughs> and then the female that was with me was like stop 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 and then she she was like i i imagine she probably hears that shit ten thousand times a day you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but still i was like i need to see the axis and i need to see all the vampire hunting equipment <laughs> bad part is his buddy shouldn't let him go to the theater he knew it was gonna happen he wasn't even with him he left him so why the where did he even go he's not even in like the last 30 15 minutes of that movie he's not even in it yeah, no. Buddy's buddies with him in every fucking scene from the beginning of that movie all the way to the last 15 minutes, and then he's just fucking not with him, not mentioned, not even in the White House. Oh, I love that Clint is this passionately opposed to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you ever read the dude, other? Have you read he almost other? gets smoked behind from behind like 17 times in that movie, and that dude comes out of nowhere and saves you know, him. You know, but the, then it just mysteriously is gone when he goes to Ford's Theater all of a sudden. You know, you know, in the you know in the book. Uh, John Wilkes Booth's a vampire, right? Ah, it makes total sense. But I've seen the movie once. It didn't make that much of a lasting impression. I mean, I remember it being a good movie. I don't remember it in that much detail. Plot hole, though, right? <laughs> I guess. You got him. It's got to be a big one. <laughs> it's a huge plot hole. You got him. Dude's got his back from the very first scene of that movie all the way to like a, they, the last 15 minutes. They kill the also, vampires, whatever. Also, it shows him older. Also, in the book, uh, the first time he encounters a vampire, a vampire is who kills his mother. It shows when him he, when he's in the bed above him. Shows him and old Mary. There's Todd. a whole bunch of shit in the book that happens that never makes it into the movie. Shows him and old Mary Todd older, and she talks him into going to the theater. And Mary Todd, no, Mary Todd is killed by a vampire. That 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 motherfucker's nowhere around. She's also anyway. buried in Petersburg. You want to go see her grave? I'll show it to you. 
Mary uh, Todd's or not Mary Todd, uh, Ann Rutledge. I'm gonna say oh, Ann Rutledge ain't even in the nobody, ain't even in the book the or thing, the movie, but in, she's in the book and she gets killed by a vampire. Lincoln's really? Lincoln Lincoln's family's bones have been moved like six times, yeah. so he's not even actually in his tomb. I don't believe he's in. A- if Ann Rut- else. he's in his tomb right now. If, if uh, Ann if Ann Rutledge, yeah, they have, just redid I, the whole thing. From, I, I thought they redid the tomb, but I didn't think his body's there. I think it's someplace else now. No, if Ann Rutledge wouldn't have died, it looked she would have. She would have been because I thought it got moved away from Springfield to someplace else again. They've been stolen. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Out they got that, brought back, out of but that then, shit. but then I think for like that, the last forty years they've been in fucking I yeah, thought, I'm pretty, tomb. I'm pretty I, sure they. I'm pretty sure they're there. Now. I thought they were moved someplace else permanently, and they weren't bringing them back there. But no, if Ann Rutledge wouldn't have died when she was like twenty years old, she would have been. There wouldn't have been a Mary Todd. It would have been Ann Rutledge. She would have been Ann Lincoln. And she would have been first lady. Which is fucked up that people stealing Lincoln's bones. Ain't that strange? People steal all kinds of shit. I don't know. I think that's weird. So, some shit happened. Funeral train to Springfield, burial site selection, attempted theft and movement of re- eh. remains. When the f- tomb was completed in 1874, Lincoln's coffin was placed in a white marble sarcophagus in a burial room behind a steel gate locked with a padlock. In yeah. November 80, 1876, Chicago counterfeiter uh, Big Jim Canali planned to steal Lincoln's body and hold it in exchange for a pardon for his engraver. <laughs> who was serving a 10-year sentence at Illinois State Penitentiary and $200,000, approximately $5 million today. Wow. The plot failed when two men recruited to assist turned out to be paid government informants, and the men sent to get the body did not plan for how to remove the quarter-ton cedar and lead coffin from the grounds. I want to see that movie. <laughs> Stealing Lincoln's tomb. Guy Ritchie film. <sighs> It'd be pretty good. Dude, between eight... Yeah, you can still 1880. If, if you need crazy. flashbacks, you can still have Daniel Day Lewis play Lincoln. Nah, he's retired. So the tomb now is was built in 1900. I get Liam Neeson to play Lincoln. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know who you are, or where, <laughs> but I will find you, dude. For have you ever st- heard the? Have you guys ever seen the uh, uh, the ship between? So were the bones in there now or not? Yeah, they're in yeah, there. they're in there for like the last forty years. Okay, the. You know, Seth Graham actually wrote another book that uh, he rewrote Pride and Prejudice, but it's Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Yeah, I've seen it. It's a terrible movie. The book's good. I'm sure it might be, but the movie's fucking terrible. Uh, You ever seen the similarities between the 13 weird coincidences with uh, Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy? I read the thing online one time, but I don't. That they were assassinated 100 years apart? Their names or middle names are the same and all kinds of weird shit. Lincoln was uh, elected to Congress in 1846. Kennedy was elected to Congress in 1946. He was elected president 86. in 1860. Kennedy was elected president in 1960. His white Lincoln lost the child while living in the White House. Kennedy lost the child while living in the White House. Uh, Lincoln was directly concerned with civil rights. Kennedy was directly concerned with civil rights. Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who told him not to go to the theater. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln who told him not to go to Dallas. Lincoln was shot in the back of the head in the presence of his wife. Kennedy was shot in the back of his head in the presence of his wife. Lincoln shot in the Ford Theater. Kennedy shot in a Lincoln made by Ford. Ooh. He was shot on a Friday. He was shot on a Friday. The assassin, John Wilkes Booth, was known by three names compromised of 15 letters. The assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was known by three names compromised of 15 letters. You do realize most assassins are known by three names. Which is weird. Like the guy that killed... Actually, it happened this week in history. Uh, Sirhan, Sirhan, Sirhan? No, it happened this week in history. Shot Kennedy's brother? Uh, John Lennon was assassinated, and that's Mark David Chapman. Mark David yeah. Chapman, yeah. I believe it was Sirhan, Sirhan, Sirhan that shot no, fucking... just two of them, Sirhan, Sirhan. What was his... He had another name, I thought. Sirhan, Sirhan something. 
Because uh, I remember them calling him Sirhan Sirhan. I, I remember him calling him by three names at one point in time. Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and fled to a warehouse. Oswald shot Kennedy from a warehouse and fled to a theater. <clears throat> they were was, both, or they did he, or was he already both, sitting at the movie theater? And, they were both assassinated themselves. I mean, he screamed it was yeah, a Booth Patsy. was killed before being brought to trial. Oswald was killed, bro- uh, killed before being brought to trial. That's kind of been fucking debunked that Oswald got fucking killed. Or not Oswald, but Booth got killed, though, right? Not no. debunked. He died in the warehouse two days later. Uh, I thought fucking that, broken leg and fucking... I thought that they uh, someone had debunked the fact that he had died in that warehouse and that like his body ended up being in like the uh, some traveling circus or some shit like that. They did some shit to it to like harden it, and it's in some old mm-hmm. boy's garage. And I'll look it up here real quick. But there was theories that Booth was part of a greater conspiracy, and there was theories that yeah, Oswald was part of a greater the conspiracy. Probably the Knights of the Golden Circle for uh, for Booth. For Booth, yeah, really. You know all? Have you heard? You know about them? Not really. Well, that'll be another episode sometime. <laughs> Lincoln's successor was Andrew Johnson, born in 1808. Kennedy's successor was, was Lyndon LB, Johnson, yeah, LBJ. born in 1908. He's also the president with the biggest dick. <laughs> and he liked to show it off. If you uh, got on Rotten.com back in the day, they used to have a This Day in Rotten History part on the side. And one of the things on there claimed that Lyndon B. Johnson fucked Kennedy's gunshot hole in the back of Air Force One. Dude, oh. On the way back, <laughs> Johnson used to uh, <laughs> hold staff meetings in the toilet. Like he'd be taking a shit in the stall, <laughs> and his people would be standing outside talking to him. He used to like bend senators over in Congress and like be screaming at them, like while they're bent over backwards on the desk, being like, "Don't fuck me up." <laughs> All right, what'd you figure out about Booth? I'm still trying to get down the thing here. <sighs> Apparently, he had a long conversation with these fuckers before they supposedly killed him. Yeah, he was in the fucking barn uh, for fucking... They lit it on fire with him inside of it. Yeah. Like after like a six-hour standoff, wasn't it? He Well, he told, him yeah. that, he told him that he wasn't walking out because his leg was fucked up, so to bring him a stretcher. And well, then, he br- yeah, he broke his leg when he jumped from the balcony to the stage. and He said, well, my brave boys, prepare a stretcher for me. Quick trivia question, Brett. Yeah. What was the but, play that was playing at Ford Theater when Lincoln got shot? Uh, it's our American cousin. When yeah, they okay. said when Wilkes Booth th- said it, he did it in a singularly and I don't remember theatric- the quote, but it's something Tyrannus. He's they said when Wilkes Booth said that he did it in a singularly theatrical style voice to bring him a stretcher. You know, he was like one of the biggest actors at the time too. Like right. it'd be like Nick Cage assassinating or John yeah. Biden or some shit. It'd be like John his, Travolta fucking his, killing. Yeah. His accomplice <laughs> had decided to give himself up, I guess, and Wilkes Booth screamed that he was a damn coward. Uh, and then the uh, thing is, Lincoln didn't even die till the next morning across the street at the hotel or whatever, the uh, inn or whatever. Booth hit in the thing with pistols, a large Bowie knife, and a carabine shot barreled rifle. The year that Short I went, rifle, I'm sorry. The year that I went to the museum, they had the conspirators fucking uh, weeks. There's always a traveling third part of it or whatever. Supposedly, a detective snuck in and lit some hay on fire or some shit. They had the conspirators wing that year and fucking had like all the people like they hung like 14 people or some shit like that for that afterwards they had their like hoods in there and the funeral fucking wagon well originally grant was ulysses s grant was supposed to be at the con or at the play with, with lincoln too they were supposed to get both of them but grant had a council for some reason i don't remember what it was so the 16th and the 18th president would have been assassinated. Well, we w- he wouldn't have been the 18th president, but 
You know what I meant. General Tom, right? <laughs> yeah, he was General Grant of the Union. Which I, well, that so, was the start of... Pretty, according to these men... That would have been the start of the, Reconstruction. According to these men who were at the scene that night, when the fire got started, uh, Booth ran back into the fucking barn, then they heard a shot, and they went in, and he was laying on the ground with a neck wound. And one of the detectives said uh, he must have shot himself, and someone said, no, I, sh- I shot him. So no one knows if he shot himself or yeah, if somebody I've else shot that. him. But then there's other accountings that nobody shot this fucker at all, and he disappeared in the fire. They lit him the fuck up. But, and was like, so, I don't know who shot him. Then it says, two men carried Booth from the burning barn, set him down in the grass nearby. I put my ear down close to his mouth, and he recalled, finally understood him, say, tell my mother I die for my country. Um, says, suitable as they might have been, though, those weren't Booth's last words, and he didn't die right there. For several hours, it dragged on. The soldiers moved Booth to a porch of a farmhouse belonging to the Garrett family, whose tobacco farm tobacco barn they had just torched. Uh, there he struggled to sip water, but managed to speak in a whisper. In unrelenting pain, he repeated, begged his captors, kill me, kill me, kill me. And then a local doctor summoned the scene to pronounce Booth's death at 7 a.m. promptly. So they just laid him there and tortured him and shit? He deserved it. He killed the president. And then Detective Baker is trying to... They think it was an army sergeant named Boston Corbett who shot him. Hmm. Corbett later testified that he had been watching Booth through a crack in the burning barn. I could yeah, see him, that too. but he could not see me. He said, it was not through fear at all that I shot him, but because it was my impression that it was time the man was shot, for I thought he would do harm to our men. That's exactly how it's worded, too. Hmm. So they just talked weird back then, I guess. You know, two of the two of the two most famous presidents that have been assassinated in the United States were two of the biggest ones that could bring change to the country, right? Ah, see now, then this this is. But was he really dead? It says John Wilkes Booth's body was taken aboard the USS Montauk, a Navy ironclad, for an examination by Army doctors on the base, such as evidence from a scar from a previous surgery that initials were JWB on the left hand that concluded the body was beyond dispute. Booth, so. There supposedly was a body that got taken someplace, and it wasn't actually a Booth's body. Hitler's so remains they, is about the same way. They can't like, prove that shit neither. Like the body got switched out, it's possibly. He died of old age in Argentina. <laughs> Just like half of fucking yeah. Nazi Germany. So basically it says with the nation in an uproar over Lincoln's murder that no, nobody was satisfied. So Which, basically oops. they were just like, it's definitely him. The Vatican they brought helped so 14 motherfuckers other... Up on charges and hung all them, the conspirators and shit, dude. So conspiracy theorists maintain that Booth, a professional actor and master of disguise, had eventually eluded his captors before the tobacco barn standoff and that some unfortunate dupe had taken the fatal shot to the neck. Before long, newspaper stories had Booth in Mexico, India, Cuba, Brazil, Italy, Germany, Turkey, China, and the Pelu, the Pelu or Pelu Islands, uh, to name a few. But one account had gone into the mining business in South Africa. And another had become a leading actor in Australia under the name Senor Enos. Nah, man, he was Blood Diamond. And yet another, he was in a service of a sultan in Egypt and owned more than a hundred camels. So other accounts claim that the U.S. Ha- that he hadn't left the U.S. at all, but had become an Episcopal minister in Atlanta or a carpenter in Tennessee. In 1907, a popular book maintained that a man confessing to be Booth had died just four years earlier in Enid, Oklahoma. The man's mummified corpse, which is what I was talking about earlier toured the country as a carnival attraction and still in and right now today because i see it on history channel it's in some old boy's garage just chilling 
What is? Fucking Wilkes, Wilkes, this body that supposedly Wilkes Booth, it's mummified remains, mm. are in this dude's garage, and he just fucking leaves them in there. He bought it from the circus when it closed down. Yeah, well, Booth's <laughs> Boos descendants are still here today, so I'm pretty sure you could test that, plus the other DNA to find graph. That's actually John Wilkes Booth. Uh, it says that several of the rumors originate with a patient in Ohio, and, and within a patient in Ohio's insane asylum, but other seemingly credible citizens claim to have seen Booth or received letters from him as well. After his supposed death, one U.S. Senator, Garrett Davis of Kentucky, even speculated that Booth might still be alive in an 1866 debate on the Senate floor. I cannot conceive if he was in the barn. Why was he not taken alive and brought to the city alive, Davis said. There is a mystery and a most inexplicable mystery to my mind about the whole affair. So. Because you got to kill the loose ends and conspiracies. I mean, uh, unless most, yeah, I guess if you're a part the of the conspiracy, thing is Tupac's still alive. Elvis is still alive. I mean, if you're a part of the conspiracy, yeah, Elvis you want, went home. We've seen Men in Black. If you're a part of the conspiracy, you want the I conspiracy like to end, better. right? <laughs> <clears throat> I think he's in a nursing home trying to fight demons. I'm pretty sure he died on a shitter <laughs> in, in in Graceland. By the way, if you still go up like the like, if you ever go on a tour there... Yeah, I went in sixth grade. Yeah, like, there's still the stairs where, like, you go up and it's, like, the fuzzy walls. Like, you took the Jeffrey and you gotta... <laughs> you, gotta you gotta rub the walls. They wouldn't let us, like, the yeah, squash there's parts court, they were Yeah, there's parts they won't let you go right in. Right up above the squash court was the bathroom he took a shit in. And, and in case you're wondering what my favorite class from high school was, because we never got to that, <laughs> mine was history. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just went down the fucking history rabbit hole anyhow, you know what I'm saying? So, I liked history in high school, too, but uh, you talking know. like American history, world history? What uh, kind we, of history just, are you talking we had, about? We had history and geography. We had world history and world geography. So, Well, you should have had to take American history, so you got to take that to pass high school. Well, that was junior year. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we didn't, so it was the Constitution class. This, well, really, for, for me, I caught the history bug in like sixth grade. We had a super cool teacher down here. His name was Mr. Gertis. And, like, he taught my parents and, like, both my brothers and pretty much, like, every kid in Havana that we graduated with parents <laughs> and some of their parents because some kids were born at, like, 15. Uh, but, like, he was just... Um, you ever remember the movie about that Spanish math teacher that goes in and teaches them kids all the all the you math? You guys were the inner city school kids in a teacher drama. Not like that, but like he was like <laughs> a super fun teacher like that, where he made history fun for you to be able to learn it in class. Dangerous Minds Havana, edition. and he would assign oh, you. Your teacher is Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he would have. No, this motherfucker was mean if you pissed him off. I seen him pick up. We had them old school desks that was like one piece. Yeah. I seen him pick a whole motherfucker up with one of them desks at the same time and walk it out a door and set it in the hallway. I'm pretty sure there's people that still miss those desks because those were one of the best sleeping areas. I don't ever. know what was going on that day, but he was having a bad day and them desks are like, you know, naturally tilted up. Yeah. A motherfucker kept taking his pencil and setting it up the top and it was rolling down. And he was trying to teach a class. Yeah. And he was like, stop doing that now. And he did it like one more time and he looked over and didn't say nothing and then he did it again and he just fucking he didn't even say nothing he grabbed the pencil threw it across the room just picked old boy up in the desk all at the same time walked him right out the door and set him down in the fucking hallway and came back inside and closed the door and started teaching my my <laughs> i was like what the fuck did i just watch he, he snapped out on uh one time we were sitting there and um he like i don't know what it was but like uh old, old boy was teaching and he pointed at a kid and he was like he was like, um, you're a pretty good basketball player. And kid was like, um, yeah, I know I'm a good basketball player. And he immediately was like, get out of my class now. 
And he was like, what do you mean? He's like, I've got no place in my room for cocky shit like that. And he fucking just starts going off snapping and this and that. He's like, get out of my class. And like, dude started laughing at him because he thought he was joking. And he wasn't joking, dude. And then he started fucking freaking out and fucking made him drag his own shit outside the thing. And then he came back in the class and started just pointing out everybody that had been fucking up and throughout all the class. <laughs> and like everybody in the class. And was, while I'm at it, motherfucker. Yeah, basically. And everybody was so like scared by the time it got over with it. Like a, if a pin dropped a fucking grenade, my went <laughs> off in that class. Dude. I'm over you shaking your leg in the corner too. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like any tick, any nervous tick, you don't know how to close the blinds, right? You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> all right. My, my American history teacher was, She'd give you a study guide at the beginning of the week, and you had to fill it out and turn it in by Wednesday. And then this stuff could be on the test. All you had to do is remember the study guide, and she'd just change the order of the study guide on the test, and you just had to fill in the blanks. I mean, if we're talking about high school. And and then also it was you got to watch The Patriot, which really isn't historically accurate. Uh, You watch watch Saving Private Ryan. Okay. (laughs) Which, here's the best part. She plays trivia. Well, she did play trivia against us all the time down in Petersburg. And you're um, meeting her in. <laughs> well, yeah. One of the categories came up, and I remember this because she fucking argued it. Uh, who plays the title characters? And it was Saving Private Ryan, and she writes down Tom Hanks. <laughs> title <laughs> characters, though, right? Yeah. With the S. Tom Hanks has an S at the end of it. Well, no. The <laughs> Private Ryan is Matt Damon. Yeah. Tom Hanks is the main character, but he's not the title character. <laughs> How many times have you watched the fucking movie, lady? I'm like, I'm like private. I'm like Tom Hanks, the sergeant, whatever. He's not Private Ryan. <laughs> I love that they're trying to guess what he's doing through that whole entire movie. What he was funny. before the war. I love that. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, man. I've, I haven't seen it since back in the day. Saving Private Ryan. I think I've seen it like maybe six. And times. then literally the only part of the entire movie she wants to show you is the when they storm the beaches in Normandy. I'm like. Okay, can we watch the rest of the movie? Because that's the that's the good part. It's because that's they chose. <laughs> it's because they used actual footage from the actual storming of Normandy yeah. from the Nazi side and the American side, um, and so that's why it's like the most one of the most historically accurate redone which, redone battles or whatever that's ever been put on film and which, cinema. But you or know, you know now that they it's well now it's eighty years later, but uh, when they stormed Utah or Utah and. Uh, Norman, I guess it would be Normandy, Utah, the beaches. Like they thought when you got to the top of the cliffs, that's where they were shooting from and all that. You know, there was actually a base like two miles inland with a giant ass cannon that (laughs) that they were fucking shooting from. Really? And uh, the TV show Expedition Unknown, the Josh Gates guy, uh, he did a he did a whole episode, two episodes on uh, uh, Normandy and all that. And there was a guy that bought a fucking English uh, colonel's jacket and found a note in the pocket, and it was about a secret navy or a secret Nazi base. So he went to this fucking farmer's field and just started digging, and he's found a whole fucking complex. <laughs> And, like, on the episode, they find a new building that they haven't been in. So, like, Josh Gates is, like, fucking digging out the door going, we're going in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was kind of cool. That's sweet. That sounds kind of sweet. <clears throat> I guess if we go back to school, uh, my my favorite class was advanced speech. But my favorite teacher taught it. Uh, 
It's Miss Malinak. She was also our broadcasting teacher. It's strange to me because you ain't the cat that walks in the room and starts making giant speeches and shit. Advanced speech isn't making speeches. It, it's more... Uh, uh, it, it, it's like the media side. It's like behind the... It's more like a broadcasting. It's more like a broadcasting class. We we had one speech class. It was a mini mester, (laughs) and even though in our you had to take it though to be able to graduate. uh, That was uh, was the only thing I remember about it. It was easy class. Even though uh, Mr. Riker was a teacher, demonstration speeches. uh, One of my best friends in high school, Drake. You had to to do a five minute demonstration speech, uh, and he he recorded his. Uh, making popcorn, mi- microwave popcorn. So it's popcorn spinning on video for three minutes. <laughs> and the other like minute was him like telling you how to push the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> we had to, uh, we had to have like a song or a speech that we had to like give with emphasis or whatever. And uh, I, I, yeah, I remember doing that shit. I picked uh, Rage Against the Machine and just sat up there and was like, "Killing in the name of, killing in the name of." <laughs> <laughs> actually one of my projects for advanced speech uh you had to pick a quote and make a whole video about it and i picked uh raging Against machines it's got to start somewhere it's got to start sometime with better place in here with better time than now and i started with like crusades that type of fucking war and made it all the way up to today that's cool i mean you know, you know what i picked we won easy <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> swear to god he didn't get up there and sing. I didn't these. sing it. I, I read, read it out it. loud and then fucking said what it meant after I read it. <laughs> Which, uh, God, my, my that demo. song cannot be classroom appropriate. Mr. Riker, let me do it. <laughs> he let, what's his name, do um, a gasoline song by Metallica too, and he was up there saying F-bombs and shit. <laughs> Gas- you mean and he was gasoline? Like, he was like, it's in the, there's, he drops one S-bomb in the song, I believe, or not gasoline, but fucking uh, fuel. Uh, fuel. I mean, there's one F-bomb. Gasoline. But fucking, uh, <laughs> so that one Metallica song, Diesel. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I've only seen two episodes of Stranger Things. Get off my back. E eighty five. But uh, yeah, hey, at dude. least at least Eddie f- and Mr. Riker was like, as long as it's for the content of the hey. song, it's fine. Hey, at <laughs> least right. at least Eddie at least Eddie upheld Master of Puppets because him faking playing guitar. I even got he was part. actually playing where you were supposed to play. I even did the part where I was like, yo, easy, why you be lying by your age all the time? And he'd be like, yo, get these guys out of here. And I was like, because at the one time when he was like, he looked like he was way younger than he actually did. And he got arrested when he was like 18 or 19 years old, but he was, he was so small, he was able to get his hands out of the handcuffs. And at that time, uh, they had the original cop car back seats. So people could take drugs and stuff them down the back seats. And by the time they got him to jail, you know, they searched him. Maybe they had drugs on him, maybe they didn't. Well, he was able to get out of his cuffs and get, throw his drugs out or whatever and get back in the cuffs so he never got arrested for it. And he was also like 14, 15 years old driving around in cars and shit before he, <laughs> before he was supposed to. So, you know what I mean? Uh, I you know I threw that all in there and shit and I got an A. <laughs> Sorry, in my demonstration speech, I taught people how to ollie on a skateboard and then got in trouble for doing a 360 flip off the stage in the auditorium. <laughs> no, we had over-the-top shit like that at our school. People would have brought hurt. No one was ath- athletic like that at our school. I don't believe acrobatic enough to do pull no shit like that off. Not that I remember. Remember Hillbilly climbed the fucking light pole that one time. <laughs> Did you guys have skateboarders? No, nah, they, they have skateboards weren't allowed in Havana. Yeah, they I took mean, them away from you. We had a really? skateboarding crowd. Fucking A. 
Way to yeah, skateboard but the crowd. They, they would cops would show up and take their shit from them yeah. though. I mean, there's several people that thought they could skateboard. And, and well, the reason no one could skateboard is because there was no place to skateboard because the cops would take your shit from you unless oh, you I like. Don't, did I don't. Tell, your, I don't know how many times that Kenny had kicked me off the parking lot and, in Petersburg and, unless before you, I worked there. Unless you, <laughs> unless you did it in your garage with and, the door shut, you and couldn't the, ride a skateboard. In and, and the ramp to the back, out back, they, you take the bales down and get the receiving door. They used to be outside. So I'd get kicked off that motherfucker all the time. I don't know who the kid was, but one night we were at Roger's apartment and he came riding a skateboard down the hill and fucking cop just happened to be sitting down at the stop sign and the kid rode the skateboard past and the cop fucking hopped out of his car and was like, hey, hey, hey. And the kid hopped off the skateboard and was like, what? And he was like, come back over here right now. And so he came over and was like, what, what are you, what? And fucking, he's like, you're not supposed to be riding that in the street and fucking took it from him, threw it in the back of his car and fucking just drove off. <laughs> you know if that would have happened to me i would have had a new skateboard as soon as i got to my house because i had a bunch of them yeah well kids around here don't got money like that dog <laughs> i didn't either i just had a grandma that bought me a lot of skateboards so but yeah they did shit like that around here all the time and what blows my mind now is you see these kids out here on these extra size skateboards that you can't do no tricks on and they're out there yeah, actively yeah, the, they're actively down the, the river right the, now probably the, the longboard yeah they're yeah. actively down at the river we seen them the one day and they're probably down there right now trying to get fucking ran over by people like laying body surfing down the hill at the river and, like, the one day, me and you seen them two little girls about get smoked by a car when yeah, we were down there. They, they were kind of sketchy on and, that. And, like, and it's like, dude, if that was us, they did, cops would have been down there, confiscated yeah. our shit, probably kicked our asses and gave us a ticket and took us home. Because of me and my friends, they actually made a skate park in Petersburg down at the, mm-hmm. at, the at Huey Park where the baseball diamonds are and all that. And then by that point, we were all old enough to where we're like, we're, I mean, I believe we, we kind of like skateboarding, but... We're too old to do it now. That, that got pro- <laughs> that got proposed here when they built that park out um, yeah, out there, but instead they built an archer course. And, and then the first time that the river flooded, they didn't take the ramps down, so just fucking ate them to fucking shit, and half of them disappeared because they, they were uh, in the river. They built uh, an archery course out there instead. But I only remember one kid in town actually like having that. The Yetter kid had a half pipe and shit at his house that he built yeah. and all that, and he was actually halfway decent. But I believe he snapped his leg off, and I don't know if he continued to skateboard after that. But he had a sweet half pipe. We used to go over there and watch Pretty him get sure down on it. Traveled the country and built skate parks. Is that what he did after that? Time. I don't think he skateboarded anymore like he used to after he broke his leg, though. Yeah, that would, that would change. The fucker was good, though, man. I remember me and we, me and Maddie would walk over there from his grandma's house after fucking we'd wrestle. We'd come home from high school or fucking junior high, and there'd be like 16 of us at his house on the trampoline in the back just fucking powerbombing each other off that motherfucking trampoline and shit, dude. <laughs> Had a little fucking wrestling matches back there or whatever. And then we would go across, not everybody, but sometimes a few people would go across the way and he'd be over there on his half pipe kicking it and shit. He was a pretty good little skater. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, well, fucking. Well, no, I'm saying I I skateboarded in junior high, high I school. I never did. I wasn't good at that shit. I was. I tried I bro- to be a rollerblader, but man, those motherfuckers yeah, hurt your feet. F- fuck them fairy <laughs> Fruit booties. You know what I did get decent at though? The fucking shoes with the with the grinding things on the bottom of them. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like fucking uh, Straight soccer up. too, and goddamn grass fairies. You remember the uh, handicap walkway up behind the high school? Yeah, yeah. I used to be able to run and jump on the back of that motherfucker and slide down it pretty decent. By the time the oh, you talk about the. Uh, and got the hard part the, in the, the school or the shoes that had like this grind, yeah, they're grinding shoes yeah, yeah. grinders or yeah. yeah i think they're called grinders yeah. right yeah and you could uh you could interchange them you get different colors if you wanted to i never did all <laughs> that shit but yeah they had like a like a key that came with them so you could take the thing off the bottom of them but if you took it off it looked like you're wearing a pair of cleats let's see i've <laughs> i've gotten I've, I've gotten kicked out of every school's parking lot so many times i can't remember the iga parking lot which is now county market 
uh, my cousin's own real estate company that had a fucking sweet ass ledge. Uh, Dairy Queen, Subway, Hardee's, you name it, I've been kicked out of it I <laughs> multiple been times. Out I just had to run away from a few places one time. This one for me. Some kids around here beating on the fucking business windows and shits and running away. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cops in Petersburg were a little different. They were like... Fucking they, hooligan kids. Well, no, they, they knew us and they're like, how many times do we have to kick you off this parking lot? Well, you haven't today yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was like the time that me and Cole carried beer into a place that we weren't supposed to and the cop was like... Did you guys just really fucking do that? We're like, sorry, Mikey. <laughs> He's like, dump it out. But I just opened it. Dump it out. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you were about to pull something up. What yeah, well, I fucking can't let it go because we started talking about it earlier and we just quit. But, you know, I'm a fucking, I'm a huge fan of the Corys. <laughs> Ham or Feldman? Both of them, dog. Oh, right. You can't actively hack. You mean you, you He's have less to have, of a fan and more just. You, you have to have one you, without you, the you other because one's passed away, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but you can't but, have one without the other. If we're talking but, movies, but, they have to be together. I don't like them separate. Yeah, but which one's your favorite? <sighs> Feldman's more popular. He is more popular, Ham's but to be, to be honest with you, uh, Corey, hey, Ham, Ham Corey was, Ham was the Shawn Michaels until Ham was like more 94, talented. 95. And then the drugs, unfortunately, turned him into Marty Jannetty. But the thing is, <laughs> um, Feldman had I would the bigger... say Corey Haim. He, used, he had these three movies that Fel- came out when I was young, and he was like... Um, I was say, Feldman had the bigger roles, though. They were like... Oh, for sure. They were like B-fucking action movies where, like, fucking his high school got taken over by terrorists, and he had to fight the terrorists off and shit. And, of course, the one snooty teacher or whatever... Like, immediately, she tries to fucking throw all those kids underneath the bus, and the fucking terrorists blow her away and shit. Like, the teacher that... You know, everybody had that annoying-ass teacher they hated in school. There's always one teacher at every school. Everyone just... Are you, talking about, are you talking about toy soldiers? No. Because that, that kind of sounded... Okay. No, that's not Corey okay. Haim. Uh, I know, but that's a movie. Nope. There's one where he's in high school, and they take his high school over. The second, he's on a field trip, and they take the power plant over. And then the third one, it's like his first week at college, and fucking he goes on a trip, and something happens. It's all in the same talk. series? Yeah, and fucking every one of them ends with him fucking spin karate kicking a dude like out of a window to his death and shit, dude. And the fucker don't even know karate. And by the third one, you can tell that he's like, he's got put on a shitload of weight, and he's like fucking, you can tell he's wasted in like every scene. And You're, but, not, you're not bringing this up, though, because your love of the movies, because there's one thing that you love more than Corey Haim movies. And Corey Feldman movies is that what the real story the of huge, their lives? <laughs> the real it's a story. sad story of those two guys' life, man. And it's a Some tragic might call story. It a conspiracy theory about pedophiles in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, I think it was a you mean a, Tom Cruise. No, no it's Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. But I mean, as far as that, but Tom also Cruise. like Harvey, that, Harvey Weinstein and a lot of other people, Corey Feldman was hey. talking about a long time ago, and everybody's like, "You're Tom, fucking crazy." Tom, Tom Cruise, don't sue me. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need that. Uh, but like uh, Corey Feldman was like trying to shine a light on a lot of them guys back in the day, and everyone's like, "Dude, you're crazy on drugs. Get out of here. No one I've, believes you." I've heard him screaming about it for and like then, 15, 20 and, years until the Me Too shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, well, maybe Corey Feldman was right after all this time, right?" And then, but then see, and he he thought that was that was a fine way to make his way back into, I guess, <laughs> celebrity, <laughs> which is fine. You know, I mean, he, his name should be around, I suppose. But like he. For whatever reason, you know, he believes he's a singer. Yeah. It's true heart because he was I've, friends with I've Michael Jackson. and He's he's one of the Frog Brothers. Right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. How much should we charge him? If we this? have to choose acting or singing, I'm going with acting. But he's got like a Michael Jackson thing. I've seen whatever, his Today you know. Show shit. Like, it was good. 
the the weird small pe- <laughs> like the weird people in grass actually and- actually your Shawn michaels from our episode a few weeks ago is uh from the same movie with the Vrog brothers tom capelli yeah. <laughs> like i said how much should we charge for this? <laughs> well, so in 2017, he, apparently he was supposed to go on Corey's Heavenly Tour, Angelic to the U.S., as in the United States, or us, however you perceive. <laughs> but it's a it's a capitalized U.S., so I would assume the United States. <laughs> um, and so when he was on this tour, um, supposedly I guess that like Marilyn Manson uh, was like the one who kind of like financed it. I guess is what he's trying to say. Um, what year? 2017? 2017. Um, and it said uh, he had a, the mocked performance on the Today Show that we talked about just a moment ago, <laughs> uh, which was supposed to be the hit single from his album or whatever. I liked I, it. I was a fan. Have I any of you guys seen... Any hams on me for shit, you know? Have any of you guys seen Marilyn Manson perform in the last five years? I've never watched him perform ever, so I've heard his music, but I would never watch him live. He's too much of a fucking weirdo for me. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, don't like he can't do it anymore it's not worth your fucking time i believe he's in jail right but now anyways, i was gonna say it? like he's i don't think he's in jail but he definitely got silenced i thought he got arrested for some shit and was like in jail right or not or if, if not then he's like going on trial i believe for some shit but dude he was fucking with captain marvel dog rachel mcadams or not mcadams rachel no the chick that played captain marvel brie larson no, 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 no. yeah he hit uh she's evan just, rachel wood he was married to her for fucking minutes. She just came out last year and like accused him of rape and fucking being a complete weirdo. And I thought all it was Brie shit. Larson that was dating him. No, Brie Larson was like twelve when Marilyn Manson was fucking big. So would fucking Evan Rachel Woods like would have been she was about like twelve? Sixteen in nineteen ninety nine, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen ninety nine. So she would have been like twelve when like, he was big. No, 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 no. He was big like late nineties. He was big in the mid to early 90s, too. 93, 94 is when Marilyn Manson really popped. No, 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 that, no. that would have been Nine Inch Nails. Manson was like 96 or 7. Seven yeah. Either way, she was not too far off in age enough. She was like not 18 like she was like 30. Married. He, he wanted to be the next Nine Inch Nails. Which well, Trent Reznor's the one who... Yeah, I found him. Uh, so anyways... Um, he uh he he's saying that that basically in an interview he did uh Marilyn Manson he's saying intentionally sabotaged this tour that he was going on. Um he said that um there was infiltration from Marilyn Manson's camp whatever that shit means. Uh, we had people that were sent in that were spies that were not there to be musicians but were to cause mayhem. He also said he collected evidence of Manson's sabotage and added if it walks like a horse and it talks like a horse. As for what Manson supposedly did, one thing is setting Feldman up with a bad backing bad backing singers. Feldman said they were purposely singing off key, playing wrong parts, doing stuff like they like that so we would get negative attention, get negative reviews, and then made all these terrible allegations. After the tour ended, saying that we didn't feed them and we didn't pay them and they didn't shower. That's just stupid stuff. He also believe, he also believes Manson had something to do with some vehicular failure, failure saying the bus broke down 10 times it happened to be a Marilyn Manson's bus and when I say happened to I say that lightly it happened to be a Marilyn Manson Marilyn Manson's bus driver and it happened to be Marilyn Manson's girlfriend that happened to be part of the band or one of the girlfriends Feldman admitted though that it was partially his fault so I don't know I think it's just a lot of finger pointing you know what I'm saying 
He says, I was very sloppy. I put out an open Facebook post and said well, we were doing an open casting call for young females who were attractive and can play multiple instruments and that were willing to wear a ridiculous costume on stage because a lot of rock and roll girls don't really want to do that. If you're willing to wear wings and a halo and willing to dress like an angel, you come in addition. So we kind of left it open to anybody in... Another thing we did was to open our houses up to people and let them stay there if they needed to. So they were so we were a perfect patsy. So this fucker just let anybody come off the street and stay at his house, and he's blaming Marilyn Manson for fucking ruining his tour <laughs> <laughs> by him saying that he sent infiltrators in. But if you're just letting any old motherfucker come in your house and chill, be like, I see you got the guitar there. You could be in the band. Maybe Cat just had like a Marilyn Manson shirt on because he was a fan and he was chilling in the background. And automatically, Corey Feldman's like, you motherfucking infiltrator. Dude, all this Imagine crazy. if he was chasing you down the street like, infiltrator. Wouldn't that be nuts? Dude, people are like swatting his house and shit. What? Marilyn Manson, he's fucking. He's going through hard times. Yeah, he's got a lot of shit happening this year, personally. <laughs> Manson's also a horrible life, so don't go see him. Yeah. Uh, like like his band is fucking awesome. As far as legal stuff but goes, he, he, he? he can't do it anymore. He's filed a lawsuit against Evan Rachel Wood and Ashley Ilma Gore for defamation, intentional conflicts of emotional distress, violations of the California Comprehensive Computer Data Access and Fraud Act, as well as the impersonation of an FBI agent and falsifying federal documents. In the suit, it is alleged that Wood and Gore spent three years contacting his former girlfriends and provided checklists and scripts to prospective accusers in order to corroborate Wood's claims, and that the pair impersonated and falsified documents from an FBI agent. The suit additionally claims Gore hacked into Manson's computers and social media and created fake email addresses to manufacture evidence he had been distributing illicit pornography. It also alleged that Gore swatted Manson by calling the FBI, claiming to be a friend concerned about an emergency at his home. Oh, shit. As a result of the call, several police officers were dispatched to his property where there was no emergency. He is seeking a jury trial. Wow. See, I thought he was, but I guess he's trying to flip it back on them then. Yeah, four women filed civil lawsuits against Manson in the months that followed Evan Rachel Wood's allegations. So she's saying some wild ass shit, man. Esme, Bianca, Ashley Morgan, Smithline, Ashley Walters, an anonymous woman. Manson's legal team issued statements denying the allegations. They filed a motion to dismiss these lawsuits, calling the claims untrue, meritless, and alleging that several of the accusers spent months pl- plotting, workshopping, and fine tuning their stories. He's on some crazy shit. I mean, I think a lot of them are. Rose McGowan come out against them. She's saying all kinds of mad shit, too. I like Evan Rachel Wood, though. She's a hell of an actress. Uh, she's in a movie with... Um, she's she's pretty. She's about our age, I think, right? I don't she's know. right around our age, I do believe. Um, came out when we were younger. It's called The Missing. It's got um, Tommy Lee Jones. I can't think of who plays the mom, but basically these Indians roll them up on their house and fucking um, take the daughter's... And then, like the, the it, like it's not her husband, but basically this ranch hand's been sleeping with the mom. They fucking like kill him, and they take him and they fucking tie him up in a bag and fucking roast him over a fire alive and shit. And it has them fucking roasting him over the fire alive. And basically, Tommy Lee Jones is like this cat that lives out in the woods, like an Indian, but he's not an Indian. And then they go and like hunt these motherfuckers down, and you know, get get the kids back or whatever. And Evan Rachel wants one of the kids and shit, and and uh, uh, fucking uh. Uh, Westworld. I don't know if you watched Westworld at all, but no. she's like the main character. I, on I watched the old Westworld way back in the day. Yeah, and Michael Crichton shit, huh? Uh, yeah, but Michael uh, Crichton. That's fucking. Uh, your the other shit you watched too. It's same shit. The uh, who made Westworld? Right. I don't know. 
It's fucking, uh... Oh, that's not how you spell it. I put my phone in my pocket, so I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that, what, me and Cole, maybe four or five years ago, we went and saw Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. Zombie can still fucking rock it. <laughs> Marilyn Manson cannot. We should have just yeah, stayed... Michael Crichton directed the fucking movie, dog. Directed the first one? Yeah. Michael... Like, we should have just stayed at the brewery and kept drinking? Just missed Manson. Yeah, dog, I thought it was like one of my dad's favorite movies when I was a little kid, my real dad. He wasn't a direct... Oh, it was. Written and directed by Michael Crichton. Told you, dog. It says it right huge at the beginning of the movie when they're in the little flying ship going over the desert. Michael Crichton. But, uh... but yeah, yeah, the dude. same guy that made Jurassic Park. He, he wrote, wrote it. Wrote it, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which I wish they would have made a Jurassic made, Park movie more like the book. Jurassic Park. He wrote it. Yeah, I guess there was more violent shit in the book they cut out of the Jurassic yeah, Park movie though. The book's There's a whole bunch. Michael Crichton's like behind a whole bunch of shit though. The Strange. Yeah, he, there's a, the that's strain, a good ass yeah. book now. That's what I was gonna say. That was The Strange was a good ass book I read in high school. But but anyway, that's all I got for for myself and fucking. I mean. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, everybody enjoy, enjoyed. Uh, That's what I'm gonna say. You guys want to come back in another couple weeks and yeah. Uh, hopefully, everybody enjoyed the first uh, fill fill the back of the car up with some beer. Uh, maybe <laughs> on maybe one of these nights we go on a road cruise and drive around a little version. bit and do a yeah do a, little, <laughs> do a little cruise and maybe we go drive past the actual beer can alley and we'll hold the thing out the window so people can hear the dirt under the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't sand like it used to be. No, no, it ain't. It's I believe it's. Just, is it paved now or is it just graveled? I think it's rock. Pea, pea graveled, maybe. Yeah. At one time, it was a hell of a place. <laughs> you might still find some trash and some burial out there from things, but back in the day when the when the um, the movie theater was up out there, that's where that's what I always heard. Story that's of. where it really started. I've heard motorcycle races out there. That's when it started, we used was to go the, fight. <laughs> See, you guys have a specific location. I mean, it didn't, for the name it? of the show. Well, no, the, for the name of the show, and to me. Beer Can Alley is just that random fucking road that you're driving down in the middle of fucking nowhere and be like, well, we're drinking, so you fling your beer can out the goddamn window. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. What we were talking about is just a random bullshit that people bring up on road trips. Be like, dude, you know what's good? Like, did you watch this week's episode or whatever? Be like, yeah, and suddenly somebody starts talking, and the next thing you know, you bring up another topic, and then another <laughs> topic comes up, and another topic comes up. So, yeah. That's hopefully that's what it means to a whole lot of people listening to this after they get done listening. And if it don't, then fucking it should. Then fuck you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, we know this one guy who says thank you, fuck you, bye bye. Right on. So you guys down to come back and do it again in a couple weeks or what? Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. We'll. Hope you guys enjoy the show. You can check us out on anywhere you find your podcast in a few weeks. Plug it, Brent. <laughs> Drop them all of them quick. Do it. I can't because we're not available on all of them yet. It all takes, right. Dick, you got anything stupid to say? We ain't it's too late. We ain't even on there yet. End the show. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, bye.